Pod Smack Podcast. She's gonna go drop a hot stack. It's <laughs> 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 a real professional situation. <laughs> oh my god, that's like one of my favorites. It's a big trophy. That's right. Genetics. Stupid ass people that keep doing stupid ass things. I'm looking at both of you. Aww. Oh, so sweet. I feel that you're denigrating my people right now. Yeah. It probably is their fault. I just get more and more disappointed in you every day. How do you, How you fucking drop my six? Get your ass over here and crack. Episode th- what are we? Episode three, <laughs> Pod Smack Podcast, season four. I'm yep. Dan Balboni. Shannon Cooley. Joe Jones. Joe Jones. Joe Jones is on, as I call it, the COVID party line. Yeah, remote. And we yeah. have a couple guests with us this week. Uh, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? I'm Carrie Matusko. And I'm Leah Casey, and we're from Spirit Sisters. Just check and make sure I have all the audio turned up. All right. Okay, good. <laughs> we, we've done these where we've gone on, and like a half hour in, I realized, oh, shit, I didn't hit record. Oh, whoops. yep. Do over. Yeah. And Make sure you're recording. It's happened more than once. Yeah. And honestly, even when I did that thing with Jake this uh, summer, it happened did to it. at least once or twice yeah. with Jake. So, anyhow. Yeah, there was a really, really good episode, like 30 minutes of an episode that he lost that Joe and I were just killing it. And I'm like, that would have been the all time best episode ever. And it, we couldn't recapture it. No. We couldn't recapture the glory. No. Nope. So, all right. So, I, I, where was I? I don't know. So, you guys already introduced yourselves. Yep. Um, you Spirit Sisters Paranormal Investigation Team. Yes. Um, we've had Liette on before. Um, this is your first time, so I apologize for what's about to happen. <laughs> okay, I listened to the other one. Oh, okay. good. Yeah. Been here before. I was in Florida. Okay, so, we have so, a so you have an idea what's going to happen. Okay, that's good. Uh, all right, so basically, just to kind of give you a quick overview, what happens is I plan a lot of nonsense for these guys to go through, and occasionally we bring a guest on, and I have some questions for you guys. Okay. So. Um, First off, Shannon, is there anything you need to vet? Because this is also therapy for Shannon. It is. My wife is listening to me talk crap about people, so she sends me here. Can I tell you, like, what the fuck is the matter with people that can't drive? You, you, you do realize you live in Massachusetts, right? I don't. Like, my wife would say I'm an aggressive driver. I would just say that I drive with a purpose. Like, I have a place to go. I am trying to get there. Like, why is it that you need to drive so fucking slow that I feel like I need to get right up on your ass and make you move over so that I can go where I need to go? Which happened today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing probably on the way here. Well, kind of. It was on the way back from the Walmart, which is ridiculous. that's the problem. That's what got you amped up in the first place. The Walmart got me amped up. You are correct. Because I couldn't find the fucking battery that I was looking for. So, you know. Because you can't. You know, you get these little batteries, right? I have a a thermometer. Meat thermometer. And it takes this little fucking battery. And 
if you go on Amazon, you need to order like 10. Hmm. You can't just get one. You got to order 10. And it's not expensive, but I don't need 10. It's like battery co-op space. Yeah, yeah. I will <laughs> never need to use that many batteries. I bought this meat thermometer three years ago. It's the first time the battery has gone back. I will never use all those batteries. And it that size battery does not fit in anything else that I own. So I went on to Walmart and it said, they have them in stock. So I said, okay. They also had the fucking baby bells that my wife needed. So let's go to the Walmart, right? I went through every battery display. Now, they used to have these little batteries in the jewelry department. Mm-hmm. I know, because I used to work for Walmart. So I knew where they were. They're no longer there anymore. Now they're on these battery displays. Yet, all of those kind of batteries were all out of stock. Of course. Even though it says it's in stock. It, yeah, it's in stock in some Walmart somewhere in America. No, That's it what that means. Specifically, <laughs> in this fucking Walmart, it's, it says it's in stock. But it's not. It's not. It, they lie. It's wrong. Right? So that got me riled up. And then I get behind this guy that decides he needs to go 20 miles an hour on Memorial Drive uh. in Chicopee. And I got a guy in the right lane next to me that's deciding that he also needs to go 20 miles an hour. <laughs> so, which is fine because you're in the right lane. You can go as slow as you want to. But, dude, get out of my way. <laughs> out of my way. <laughs> so, yeah. It, I don't understand. Like, you're not even going the speed limit. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you, Shannon. Do you, am I an aggressive driver? Probably. You've driven with me. Yeah, I. He was probably praying it, it's, in the back. Well, it's tough because I drive to win as well, so... Yeah, I have somewhere... Don't you be... Drive to win? <laughs> like, I want to say, aren't you going somewhere? Don't you want to get there? Like, don't... And at that point, I my sugar was a little low, so I'm like, I need to get home so I can eat, so I can get here on time. Which, yeah, my fault. I should have something in the car. I got you. My bad. I did eat some of the cheese that I bought, so I was, like, shoving cheese in my mouth as I'm driving, as I'm trying to get the fuck this guy the fuck out of my way. Eventually, he pulls over, because I was probably going to hit him if he did. Is he an older driver? I don't know. Like, I, I'm not paying attention. Like, I can't see. It was a minivan, oh, so I couldn't see. I, I have to see who is driving. When, if they're fucking with me, I have to know who it is. I, I just have to know. Well, at that point, I'm like, is he are they fucking with me? Like, are they purposely not pulling over now? Or are they just so oblivious? Like, it's Sunday. They're just so oblivious that they're in their own world. And they don't... I don't know. Maybe they're mourning Trump's loss. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. Like, I have no idea. I don't know. But, it, yeah. So, so, Joe, how are you taking Trump's loss? Oh, I'm devastated. <laughs> I'm going jumping for joy, man. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. Am so I- I'm posting little stuff here and there, seeing everybody get mad. I'm like, hee hee, stop crying. Your boy lost. Who's full? Yeah. Yeah, my neighbors were having a champagne party outside yesterday. Oh, no, that's fine. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, all right, sir. <laughs> do, do, does anyone else have anything they need to vent before we get moving on? I always like to give people the opportunity to. Okay. He's probably going to cut all that out. I'll it's cut like 20 minutes it, of it me depends, complaining. It depends, yes. I, I try to make sure we stay within a certain time frame. And then, um, so, one thing we've been doing this season, this, this season I've been uh, setting up like a little challenge for Joe and Shannon, and I'll have you guys participate, where 
we kind of, throughout the episode, I'll have three news stories set up, and one is going to be fake, and the other two are going to be true. The problem is, is all three sound completely ridiculous, so it's kind of a game of truth is the truth stranger than fiction, and see if you can figure out what's the fake news. With that being said, before we get to your interview, I want to throw out the first story for you guys to consider. Okay. Vienna man fined for massive flatulence. <laughs> By the way, the way the rules work, if you've read, the, if you've heard of any of the stories I'm going to give you and you know, keep it to yourself because this is a little bit of a competition between Shannon and Joe. We're, okay. ru- we're, we're running a... a right. And uh, so anyways... Austrian police find a man 500 euros for loudly breaking wind after officers stopped to check his identity. The police defended the massive fine by saying he deliberately emitted a massive flatulence by lifting up his backside where he was sitting. (laughs) Of course, nobody is uh, put on the spot if one slips out, the police said. However, in this case, the young man appeared to be provocative and uncooperative. And he, when he slightly raised himself from the bench, he looked at the officers in a complete deliberate, deliberate way and admitted a massive flatulence in their immediate proximity. Okay. Normally when I do these stories, I usually have like a, a and somewhat odd follow-up question. However, I'm going to try to stay away from that. Uh, however, I, I do, do not I have mind. a question. Can you fart on demand? Like, I can't. I can only <laughs> fart if I have gas. The, the, the only... Well, <laughs> for me, farting on demand is very dangerous. Yeah, because you never know what you're going to exactly. get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I can understand his his wanting to lift up a little because you don't want that bubble. You know, sometimes you get the fart and you get the well, bubble. The, <laughs> like, I, you don't want that. I think the issue is he didn't lift away from the cops. I think he lifted oh, he towards, towards the, the cops. cops. Oh, all right. That, I so think he's that like, <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, that, that I can was, see how that would be. So. But, like, if you're just avoiding the bubble, I can see how. Like <laughs> The bubble. Yeah, you've never all had right. the bubble? All like, right, that, that will be the title of this episode. It's awkward. The bubble. The bubble. <laughs> Especially if you're in company and you're like, oh. You're, like, wiggling around. Well, I this had. Is bad. I had the misfortune. Jo- Joe, do you remember the incident in Montreal? Oh, God. The inf- no. <laughs> we, were, we were walking down. I don't know what street we were on, but one of those deals we're walking down. It's called and, Lay something. And I tried to be slick, and we're moving, so I just said, I'm going to let this go and not worry about it because, you know, you're outside, you're moving. And then we hit the intersection, and we couldn't cross. So then everything oh. caught up to me. Oh, it lingered. <laughs> do, do, you, do you remember that, Joe, or no? The clown. No, I don't remember no, that. No. I remember a friend of ours had made the comment that I stunk up all of outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my worst experience. I'm not going to ask That's you impressive. yours. <laughs> oh, Dan is very impressive. <laughs> oh, I have to be careful what I eat and when I eat it. Okay. So, <laughs> so unless you guys want to share, I, I, I will just move on. Pass. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, moving on to our special guest today. Um, can you just remind our listeners, I know, like I said, Liette's been here before, yeah. what, what you guys do? So, we are a paranormal investigation team, and we go in investigate various locations we do residential commercial and historical that are reported to have paranormal activity so thus far 
Um, we've done a combination of folks reaching out to us and us reaching out to individuals that we've been interested in investigating. We have a team of six people. We usually run with between four and six of us. Joe, what are you doing? <laughs> Sounds like he's writing a letter. Are you eating? I'm not doing anything. Oh, you can hear that, too. <laughs> what are you doing? Now, Aaron's uh, opening up a package. Oh, wow. Wow. What, what are you? I'm done. No, never mind. Oh, it is. It's just a regular, it's just a regular piece of plastic, like in a bag. That's it. I, I gotta, when you come over, man, I got to check out your headset because that's picking up absolutely everything. Wow. Yeah, it's a Bose sound sport. Oh, there you oh go. well, there oh, it yeah. is. See, you should buy high quality. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wear it all the time when I'm running, so I have to have quality. Oh, oh if you had high quality Beats by Dre, it wouldn't hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> These are, I had the Beats and I hated them. Yeah. So. Oh God. Now, anyway, sorry, how, sorry. Now, how long have you guys been doing your doing investigations for? So our team, Spirit Sisters, has been together just a little bit over a year. But the members of the team have been investigating um, six, seven years. Uh, six, at this seven point? years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I know previously you guys were members of a different team. What was what brought about oh. forth the decision for you guys to go out on your own, create your own was investigation? There, there was a breakup. Was there drama? We broke up the band. <laughs> oh, there was drama. Yeah. Oh, like Destiny's Child? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay, who's Beyonce? Uh, Leah. <laughs> 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 Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm the background gals. Nobody really knows. That's fine. Anywho. I mean, is this something you don't want to talk about? No, or? no, it's it's fine. Um, we just, you know, the, the other team that we were on just ran differently than the vision that we had. Um, I don't have anything negative or bad to say about that team. I know it's not really that juicy. Oh, we learned right. a lot. Uh, I, I know. Off, off air, we can talk. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, I, we learned a lot from being on that team, but we also learned that while that team runs with a roster of about 30 people, we wanted a oh, much geez. smaller. Yeah. yeah. Now, not everybody goes out on every say, investigation. That's not a team. That sounds like no, it's a game. I mean, you need, yeah, right? Yeah. You need, right. You need a team that big when you have people who aren't really committed to being on the team, who right. kind of want to have the notoriety of being a team member, but not actually put in the work. Uh, right. So, so you, you need like 30 a, people to get through yeah. to get five or six to go out. So you had an entourage more yeah. than a yeah. team. Yeah, yeah the, we they, did. They wanted to wear the jackets, but right. not for yes. the Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah. I got yeah. you. Exactly. All right. So, you know, and also just the tech, some of the techniques that were used, they were very tech-focused. And while I think tech and instruments and equipment is important, um, the group that we started, all the members of our group really feel like you need to focus more on just your equipment and really just follow your senses and pay attention to what's going on around you yeah it's a good a good combination of both if you go too far into the scientific you lose the reason you're there which if you're doing a home visit with a person who's has children that are afraid you're losing the connection with the person to help them through whatever they feel like they're experiencing to be comfortable again and then on the other side, if all your focus is on that, then you lose the whole scientific research of paranormal investigations. So it's really a balancing act. It's it's funny when you talk about kids because just the other day, well, was it last week? My daughter was complaining about 
monsters under her bed except the way we had i haven't built her her bed frame yet so there's really no space for monsters to fit underneath <laughs> and then i was showing her beds to see which one she wanted me to build her and she said she wanted one that was high enough so that there could be monsters under her bed oh, so she, she wants, wants monsters well she wants daddy to go <laughs> that's, that's the key right, so right. i was like okay that's what right. daddies are good for yeah you know? see, i mean they're good for a lot of things but this is a complete generational dis- difference now because let me tell you if I was afraid of something, my mother would be like, you better shut up or I'll give you something to be afraid of. <laughs> like, there was no checking for monsters in the closet. It was like, shut up and go to bed. Yes. There's nothing to be afraid about. Yeah. Go back to bed. <laughs> that was it. No, my, my message to, to my daughter is always the same. Daddy will always protect you. Oh, What a good daddy. And that goes when she starts dating. <laughs> uh, she's got a whole team Especially, to protect her. Right. Oh, a little girl yep. that feeling. Yes. So. Protection. All right, let me just say, and I don't know, some of these questions, I went through my old my questions last time, so I don't, these weren't on my initial list, but I don't know if they were follow-ups or not, so just bear with me, but what is the single best or your or your favorite piece of evidence that you've collected during an investigation? What oh, is the, oh, oh, oh. the end-all, be-all? Um, it's so hard. So I think for me, it's what we just collected on an investigation like a couple weekends ago. Um but we have not yet released that because we're working in partnership with the client. Okay. And I, I can tell you who the client is. It's Wisteria Hearst Museum in Holyoke. Um, that's actually one of my questions on the list. <laughs> oh, it is? Sorry. <laughs> no, Did I okay. mess that's you okay. up? No, 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 no. no. All right. Fine. So I, I can tell you that we are the first paranormal team that's ever been invited to come in and investigate that location. And it did not disappoint. So we um, definitely my favorite evidence that I've ever captured ever in doing investigations was at that location. Okay, so no no details on what it was. You're gonna wait. No, you don't have to. We're so, not trying to break an exclusive. No, no. I mean, I think we can share. S- yeah, we general. Can share so some. we've been t- we've uh, we've been there twice, and um, so we were doing a spirit box session, which is basically a person has headphones on. Um, as opposed to what you see on TV where you hear the spirit box as they're doing the, the investigation. It's that little like puck thing that goes through radio stations. We generally will have somebody with headphones on so they're the only ones that can hear it and so that they're um, deaf to the questions being asked and they just say what they hear as opposed to I've heard the question so let me make up something. Um, so the two separate like people are running the investigation asking questions. Somebody's just listening. And uh, both times we we got the name John, um, and it was interesting that what this person did in the household was the same in both instances of our investigation. So that was pretty that was pretty impressive. My favorite piece of evidence, though, was when I went to uh, Gaylord Library, which is in Holyoke, I think, right? South, South, Hadley. South Hadley, and. Uh, I was taking uh, uh, IR pictures, like a full-spectrum camera that sees different lights. And in front of me, there's a, a stack of books, right, that makes like a little U. And there's a figure taller than I am, a full shadow silhouette of what looks like a guy with his arms crossed, standing with his legs apart. It was the creepiest, weirdest thing I've ever seen. I didn't notice it when I took the picture until we went through the review, you know, later. And it really kind of matched up with some of the other, you know, evidence that we've gotten through the night there, too. So that was my favorite visual one that I've gotten. Yeah, I think my favorite pieces from Osteria Hearst are all audio. Yeah. These are all things that we actually, you can very clearly hear. 
in response to questions or activities that we're doing. So now, very cool stuff. Well, any of these, the results from that will be, will that be on your Facebook page? It will be eventually. So like I said, we're partnering with Wisteria Hearst. They're going to be, we're, we're assisting them in doing some fundraising activities. And so this is all going to be put together as a presentation that um, hopefully they're going to benefit financially from. And um, after they do their presentation, we will certainly post everything on our Facebook page. We're in the process of getting a website up. So, yes. Now, now you missed, you mentioned, uh, that was, like I said, that was actually the next thing on my list. You mentioned uh, the Wisteria Hearst Museum you inspected. Now, you were the first team that got to investigate this site? Yes. How did you score that? Did, did they reach out to you? Did you reach out to them? How did that work? So about a year ago, they, they historically, around Halloween time every year, have some kind of events, you know, where you can walk through and it's a walking, you walk through with a docent by candlelight and they talk about stories. It's more of a history on the, on the home than ghost stories. But while I was there, we were just starting off our team. I was born and raised in Holyoke and always had a fascination with Wisteria Hearse. So I dropped off my information, asked if they might be interested in talking with us. We knew from experience on the previous team that we were on that most teams were had tried to get in there and were not allowed. But I was able to connect with our contact there. And they really liked the fact that I was born and raised in Holyoke, had this interest, had some knowledge of the building. And they also like the fact that we are predominantly female investigative team because their team is largely female as well. And so they felt like we were a good fit. Okay. Um, and you like you said, this investigation went incredibly well as far as you're concerned it was amazing yeah both both investigations we've done it twice we're hoping to get back in there we may that that may be another option that they're looking at is providing a raffle so that people can purchase raffle tickets in order to possibly um, win a spot to come in and investigate with us okay um what other sites do you have on your investigation bucket list well, bucket list, we've already confirmed to do a five-year stint with um, Storyton Village at the Big E. So, we'll so be... that's the big one. Yeah. So far. Yeah. There are, t I mean, we're in Western Mass. It's just history everywhere. I mean, the yeah. whole state is. But even in Western Mass alone, there is so much history here. So, oh my gosh, the bucket list, I don't know, it goes on and on and on. I would love to do the Mount up in Lenox. I would love to do the Deerfield Inn. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, so, there are tons of places. I, I towards the end of this towards the end here. I have a little game that I'm for you guys to play. It's investigated, want to investigate, or never heard of it. So I'll throw out a okay. few sites and oh fun. I'll, I'll get your impressions. <laughs> okay. Um, what about like the armory in Springfield? Yeah, I would I love that. That could be great. Yes, it's it's a challenge that when you have a, a place that's really close to like a downtown or a lot of traffic because it just kills your audio. Um, if, if we could get a space where it was like really after hours and there's no traffic, which with COVID restrictions, it's, it's 1030. <laughs> right. So no problem right. for well, us. <laughs> we'll just stay overnight till 5 a.m. No, then we no can problem. go home. Yeah, I think that that yeah. would be great. So I got to participate in your, I guess we'll call it your friends and family investigation at right. Benefort <laughs> Hall. Um, 
Now, that wasn't your first time at the site. How many times previously have you been there? At least twice, right? We had another friends and family, and then we did one on our own right. to, to get a feel of the place. So we've been there at least twice. Now, I was with Carrie on that one. I'm, right. I'm just wondering, how did my outing compare to the ones that you previously done there as far as um, activity and, and things like that? I will say that it's it's odd when we run separate from one another. Right. So when we have people in the in the building and you have two teams or three teams, if you have that many people going into different places in the building, it's very difficult because you're not sure if the noises you're hearing is the other team. Like I think at one point we were on top of each other on the same side of the house and the vents and the floors and the walking and the creaking. That can kind of like... Where if it was just you and you were all together in one room, it would have you'd have a different experience of the, the creaking upstairs. Um, but generally, when Carrie and I take teams and we separate from each other, one of us will get a ton of activity or supposed you know evidence, and the other team gets nothing. It's almost like the spirits can't <laughs> yeah. be in two places at right. the same time. That's very common. And I think this yeah. last outing, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I had activity had the everything. entire night. Yeah, the entire night. Yep. And Carrie had a little bit. Like listening I think back to the, evidence. we had really one really interesting experience which was on the second floor at the bottom of the third floor stairs there, there was two things that jumped out to me that mm -hmm. night but yeah the stairs was definitely one of them yep. i don't know if you want to ex go into what happened or or are you wait are you can you excuse yeah no we okay. can uh, yeah, so, this is ours, so so venford was not a client of ours because we had so many friends and family that wanted to see what we did we actually had to charge a fee of anybody that wanted to participate because we had to rent out Ventford Hall. We didn't make any money off of this. We didn't profit at all. This was just strictly to be able to rent out the place and do what we do with our friends and family. Mm -hmm. So we can share okay. anything we want from that. So we were, my team was on the second floor, which was primarily bedrooms and we were going down toward um, the end of the hallway where the nursery is. We had two individuals on our team who were team members, Amanda and Kira, who are sensitive. And they felt drawn to hang out at the bottom of a third floor staircase, which leads up to where the servants' quarters would have been. We were not allowed to go up there because it was not safe structurally. So we could not actually go up the stairs and investigate. But I held the team there and we just had a large amount of EMF, so electromagnetic field meters going off at the base of the stairs. We did have somebody on Spirit Box who was receiving responses seemingly in response to questions that we were asking. Amanda and Kira were picking up on various pieces of information. So it was just a very active area. And we were there for a good 20, 30 minutes because the activity was just kind of nonstop right there. So that was a really interesting experience that I had not had at Venford previously. Yeah. Now, that, just as a person who's never done this before, what impressed me the most in that area was the EMF readings, that's electro electromagnetic field, which unless you have power on, you don't really get a lot of fluctuations. I mean, there could be some explanations, but it's was that was that was interesting. And um, 
I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not the biggest fan of the spirit box, mm-hmm. especially after I, I tried it. And again, yeah. I don't yeah. uh, I don't know. I still don't know what if you were going to get anything. But one interesting thing that was going, and I just wanted to mention to you, is the person who was getting the, the, the responses, there was a couple names that were mentioned. I believe one was Holly. There was a skip in um, Holly. I, right. Yes, that sounds and right. And there was a last name that came out, which was Wood. And I started just for for me just thinking I was like Hollywood. There there was a lot of movies shot over here, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. There were. Just maybe something you want to consider yeah. when you're. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, for or maybe me, they're Hulk Hogan fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to throw the NWO theme right there. Okay. <laughs> the uh, the other thing that jumped out to me is you mentioned uh, the sensitive. I forgot her name. Who was with us? There were two. There was. Kira, oh, Kira. Kira was with us. Yeah, the one who had the incident in one of the rooms yes. where she completely freaked out and had yeah. to leave, yep. which was insane. Um, I don't know if you realize after they left, we were still in there. And then, honestly, I had goosebumps, mm-hmm. hair raising. That was just a weird, weird experience. So Toward, Towards the end of the yeah. night, the docent, uh, her name was Nancy, came out and said that they have um, Jeff Bellinger, who's very well known in the paranormal field, does an event there every year. And uh, that that room where you're talking about is the, it's called, it's like, I think it's the blue room, right? The blue bedroom, the big one. And uh, she had said that they had had some negative experiences in that space, too. And I've been into the Ventford Hall twice and both times. That room has been very challenging to kind of get through an investigation. I think when we were up there earlier, I basically called it. We were getting some hits on the meters and then it would stop and we'd like start to move on. And then the meters would kick again, kind of like to try to reconnect or bring you back into the space. And every time we tried to leave, something else would happen. And so you, you get excited about it the first time that happens. And then it happens again and again. You're like, oh, you're toying with me, you know. And and sometimes you have to be firm. And I was like, we're kind of done here. So, you know, the experience that you guys had after we had had kind of like a frustrating experience in that same space was, you know, it was is, is interesting to put the evidence together when you're not talking to each other throughout the night. And you put together kind of what each of you experienced in these different spaces and you have a similar experience. It's in, It's interesting. Now. Did you hit any? You you said you had a lot of activity with your group. What yeah. was the the best thing you had? Oh there? my god, the best funniest thing. Okay, so you guys were downstairs in the billiards room, which is the gentleman's parlor. Um, I know that you did not have a great uh, experience. So you had a little bit of something. I went downstairs later, and one of the people in my group was on Spirit Box, and uh, I was talking. So they were like way in the back of the room, like way 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 back in the room. I'm in the front by the piano. And uh, I was talking about, you know, really sorry, you know, if if we've had so many people coming through, kind of like apologizing for kind of like the the noise and the chaos in the house. And I said, I know there was another group down here, and they're like, out of the spirit box, he goes, yeah, those assholes. And it was it was <laughs> hilarious because I've never heard anything like that come through spirit box before. <laughs> that was Dan. That would have been me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the conversation kind of like it just you could hear and roll up in the fact that they were just like frustrated. Like, could you guys just please leave? Cause kind of the feeling I got was like, we want it to be quiet. You're kind of intruding into our space. Um, some of that audio was, was very telling later when Carrie and I connected and I understood kind of like what happened with their experience in that room and how the conversation we got matched similarly to the experience that they had had. And we had the flashlight in the back of the room 
by the person who was doing Spirit Box in some meters. And every time they'd get a response, the flashlight would turn on or the meter would peg. So you could tell that there was some kind of, you know, charged environment there. Um, and the people in the front room had no experiences like that. So, so um, one thing I did note, and I'll just give you my overall impression, is that you guys particularly take very good, um, I don't know if care is the correct word, but as far as making sure you try not to bias your equipment, um, like I said, you mentioned making sure you, if you're using your flashlight or mag lights for your your mag light, I don't know what, what's the term, experiment test or whatever, that you don't have them on because obviously the heat could affect how mm -hmm. the lights work. Right. And you guys do a lot in, in doing the um, the basically the blind spirit box, which one thing I had mentioned in messaging with Liette is perhaps you may want to record. Yes. Because... Dealing with my daughter, a four-year-old who does speech therapy, I know sometimes she'll say things to me and I have no clue what it is until I get a reference to what she – and then it's like, that makes – okay, now I understand. So that may help in you know breaking it down because mm -hmm. someone could hear something. It may not make sense to them, so they might think it's something else. And so – just, just thought I'd throw that out there. At, yeah, at we, the point. We, I thought that was yeah, that's a great fantastic. idea. And I think a Bob, great Bob's uh, spirit box can do that now, so we figured that out. So okay. that was wonderful. Thank yeah, you. We're uh, we're going to be trying that. Um, Thanks. Do you have any other equipment? I know, I know you don't not super tech. You try to balance the tech, but is there any equipment that you that you would like to get your hands on for? Oh, I want a thermal imaging camera in yeah. the worst way. That's, but I want a good camera. Right, and those a are like a thousand dollars, you know, so it's it's a it's a birthday. So if anybody wants My birthday to is donate next week, so a thermal saying. imaging camera to Spirit <laughs> Sisters. It it can be very hard because when you when you look in the field, um paranormal investigating really kind of takes equipment from different other fields, like uh electricians and stuff like that. And the the amount of equipment that you can get is never ending so you could compile a an arsenal of things to use and then never be present in the moment and you lose that like this is again one of the reasons why we started our own team is because if you have so much equipment all you're focused on is the equipment and there's a, always a human component to it when you're dealing with a personal space and when you're dealing with a commercial space You've got docents and people who work there that may or may not have had their own experiences who are a little bit freaked out about coming to work every day, you know, or staying there at 10 o'clock at night when, you know, they're closing up and you got to take care of them too. So I think we have a pretty good balance. I mean, there are a couple of things that I'd love to, I'd love to, to you know, bump up. And I think a, a thermal imaging camera would, would be a good addition to the team. We have an SLS camera, which is fantastic. Um, that's one of yeah. my favorites. I, I really love the SLS, but the, I don't love using it all the time. The SOS is? SLS is SLS. actually, oh. it's it's technology. It's an Xbox Connect that is attached to a tablet. And so it maps out people as stick figures. Oh, okay. Is that, I've seen that on, yes. I think I've seen on Ghost Hunters before. Right. They use something yes. where it projects maybe some dots out or something. Yes. Or, okay. And then it lines up. And so the theory is, yes, it's going to map out all of us human beings but if it starts mapping out a stick figure and there's nothing there the theory is that could be a spirit energy you do have to be careful about what you're mapping out why are you laughing at me because I, I, I because you got your mask on i, I can imagine your facial expression what's, what's going on shannon are you okay i'm fine <laughs> let's well i as i, I asked let, Perhaps there might be a couple co-hosts on there who may be less 
That's okay. (laughs) Listen, Bob on our team is a super skeptic Mm -hmm. and he's on the team. And so he keeps us, you know, in check. And, and so we, we love that. You need that back and forth. Yeah, I had somebody ask me one time when they found out recently what I did and they said, make me a believer. And I said, I'm never going to make you a believer. You can't make someone believe something. They have to experience it and decide for themselves. It's like talking to a Trump voter. Kind <laughs> 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 of. So, uh, so as far as me, I've watched a lot of the ghost hunt. I mean, ghost hunters, I used to watch religiously. And uh, the two best things I've seen in there, as far as from a tech standpoint, were the EMF and the thermal imaging. Those, I think, are by far your the two best pieces of technology. The other equipment, like I said, I'm not a big fan of the spirit box because I don't know. I think, again, I, my experience with it wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. And um, some of the other things I think you can be really iffy, but I mean, those two really, I mean, what you get with those is you're definitely getting some type of whether it's thermal or electrical energy readings. And that is really physical that you can prove or disprove or whatever, but it's, it's something that you have that you can, hold on to so that that's just my two cents on that um you guys want to play a little game yeah investigate want to investigate or never heard of it first one is going to be one that i know you've heard of uh theodore's barbecue oh oh yes. i would love to investigate. i love there. going first there first of all i love their food <laughs> i love investigating their brands yep they, yeah uh, that's my favorite thing from there yeah absolutely so good now that you know, they were featured on Ghost Hunters. Yeah, yes. they, they had they had an investigation. like the second floor where the billiard room was. Right. Mm-hmm. My understanding is the activity stopped after that investigation, but I don't know that okay. that could be a rumor. I don't know. Um, yeah, we actually went down the night it was uh, premiered. Uh, that premiere episode, we went down there. They had like a you know kind of a dinner thing or whatever, or people you know viewing party, I guess. So we definitely went to that. Um, you mentioned one already, Deerfield Inn. Yes, I would love to do that. Yeah, um, that would be my youngest daughter was married there, and I just oh, I want to go back and investigate. All right, um, I just did a quick, obviously a quick little rundown. Apparently, there's rooms forty eight, forty three, and forty one are the ones that you want to check out. Sweet. All um, right. Thanks for doing the pre work for us. <laughs> well, that that wasn't hard. I googled Deerfield and Haunted, and you know, <laughs> there it was. There it was. Um, all right. Perhaps a couple that you may have never heard of or not realize. Smith College? Actually, I've heard. I have heard. Yeah. And we did do... What college did we do? It was right across from Gaylor. What's a college right across from the Gaylor Library? No, we didn't do Mount Holyoke. Yeah. We did... Uh, it was in Chickabee. Elms. Oh, El- we did no, Elms. you're right. It is yeah. Elms. Yeah. Right. I would do Smith. What is okay. Smith haunted by? The ghosts of lesbian stuff? <laughs> Perhaps. Actually, <laughs> well, it is unrequited love. <laughs> it, it is the, the number one ranked haunted college in America. Just throwing really? that out there. I don't know who ranks them, but that, that's what I. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I, and the Sessions House is the one I guess you want to take a look at because apparently it is uh, kind of a, a star-crossed lover thing: a British soldier, American girl, right around the Revolutionary War. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Sounds like Dan's joining the team. Yeah. Excellent. You want to be a tech manager? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have time to do what I need to do as it is. Um, okay. I don't trying to figure out how you actually pronounce this term because I'm just going to call it the Pittsfield public library. Okay. Um, Berkshire, Anthony, Anthony, whatever. Uh, Anthony. 
There's there not an go. in there, but I'll take that. Uh, Either that or I wrote it wrong. Um, have you heard about this place? <laughs> no. Okay. No. The rumor has it is that prior to the library and the other buildings we both, there was a brothel that was there. Allegedly, along the street, you can hear, or there's rumors of a scantily clad young woman running hysterically during the early morning hours. That's not every day in Pittsfield. <laughs> so it's I think called meth, Dan. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Uh, and then lastly, the Houghton Mansion. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, uh, so we can't get in there now, though. We can't get in there. The Houghton Mansion has been closed. It has been sold off. It's now privately owned. Yeah. I did investigate with Amanda uh, prior to us, way prior. It, actually, it was my very first investigation ever. It was one of those deals where Amy and Adam from Ghost Hunters, and now they have a show, Kindred Spirits. They were on a tour, and you could buy tickets and go and investigate with them. And so it was Amanda's birthday. I bought us tickets to go do it, and we did investigate Houghton Mansion. It was a very cool location. If it ever did open up, I would definitely go back. Yeah. Yeah, when I was doing my reading on it, I guess when the Freemasons owned it, they would rent it out to people yes. to investigate. Right. And now it's private ownership. Correct. Or? Okay. Um, all right. Well, that, that's all the questions I had for you guys. Okay. Um, I do want to jump into the second story. Yep. New story here. New story. Florida man loses toe playing golf. Florida man. It's always a Florida man. <laughs> an, Ocala, an Ocala man, Scott Fox, lost a toe during a round of golf at the Stone Creek uh, Mount, Mountain Club. Golf club, sorry, typo. Um, Fox had attempted to play a shot from a water hazard instead of taking a drop. According to Fox, he was setting up to take the shot when an alligator snapping turtle bit through his golf shoe and severed his small toe. The course grounds crew was unable to recover the toe or the turtle. Um, there's a snapping turtle called an alligator snapping turtle? It's yes. A, it's a breed of snapping turtle? Google it. I'm a little scared. <laughs> um, but my, my question to you is... And it, uh, is oh, far- yeah, <laughs> that's oh. a that's a brutal little beast, isn't it? My God! Don't people in Florida know not to go in the water? Uh, oh, cow! Oh, yeah, he's scary. Oh yeah, that's vicious. Yeah. I'm messing with him. Nope. Um, so my question to you is: That looks kind of like a Pokemon. <laughs> like a really mean Pokemon. Just- <laughs> Final evolution of yeah. <laughs> so have you? What what is your? Have you had any experiences whether? Animal attack or otherwise. Oh, with, that's where that. Came that's from. where it's coming from. Well, sometimes I will email these guys. I won't tell them why I'm coming up with these questions, but it's usually tied to a story I have. Um. Um. Well, I had to throw out a pair of sandals because I killed a mouse when I was in Vegas. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Kill the mouse with for, a pair of sandals. First of all, like I can deal with <laughs> spiders, I can deal with snakes, I can deal like I can deal with a lot of things. But if you want to sc- see me scream like a little fucking girl and jump up on a table or something, run a mouse through here because I fucking hate mice. Okay, <laughs> those beady little eyes, those tail. Like I hate them. Like I cannot stand them. Okay, so I was. It was my thirtieth birthday party. We went to Vegas for like five days. We were walking through the Tropicana, through the 
like rain they have a rainforest in there and i'm walking and i step and i hear crunch Ew. and a mouse had run across oh. and i didn't see it and i stepped on it and killed the fucking oh thing oh my god so, so what you did actually kill no i didn't intentionally kill it. i would have ran away what from it had i that? saw it uh, first of all, I'm never staying in that hotel because if there's mice down there, there's mice in the rooms. Uh, ki- killed the fucking mouse, right? Well, I don't know if the mouse was because I saw it and like ran. It crunched, and then it crunched. So I'm pretty sure. It was, I mean, I weigh like 200 pounds, so I'm pretty sure I killed it. And I had to. I literally went to a shoe stop and threw out the shoes and bought new shoes. Okay, no uh, amount of bleach is gonna erase that mouse. Uh-uh. No, and they were like 150 dollars sandals, and I was ah. like, nope, nope, no, I'm never wearing this again. Nope, no. So that, yeah, that's my mouse. A little thong flip flops for the rest of vacation. <laughs> I was like, nope, nope. I was gonna nope. say, wouldn't that get you off of open toe shoes permanently? No. No. Okay. It, it wasn't the shoe. It was got you out of Nevada permanently, probably. <laughs> I yeah, haven't been back. <laughs> Mouse country. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been back to that hotel. I can tell you that. Anyone else have? That's actually funny. <laughs> that that's funny because uh, Aaron and Kaylee can uh, tell you a story about me stepping on a mouse. It was like a little baby one that was in the house. I'm like, what the hell is this thing doing in here? <laughs> and it's walked right up to it. And I was like, eh, crunch. Oh, okay. That oh. was my question. Did it crunch? <laughs> oh my god. Joe, Joe, Joe is one of those weird people that hates animals. What? Yeah. They're delicious. That's why he's home today? Yeah. <laughs> why? You guys are animals or something? No. Like, he, like, doesn't believe in having house pets. And, and Joe, Charlie doesn't yeah, know a mouse. <laughs> no, he's like a hamster. They have a little dog. A little Yorkie. Like, well, Aaron has a dog. It's, like, this big. Yeah. Um, and that's Joe. Yeah, what's it? Seven pounds or something? First dog. Uh so anyone else experiences? Okay. I actually was attacked by a bird. <laughs> I was, did I tell you this story? I don't know. Probably. I was, I was getting out of, uh, I went to my mom's, got out of the car, and I heard this screaming noise, and then I felt something hit the side of my head, and I thought someone drove by and threw, like, something at me. And I'm turning around, and I can't see, I don't see a car or anything, and I look, and I hear the thud. Against the garage door, and it was a bird. It careened off the side of my head, ricocheted, and then hit the garage door. And that and it was done at oh, that point. Oh, no. What kind of bird? A dead bird. I had bird. no idea. <laughs> dead, dead bird. It wasn't like, I just kind of said, okay, let me go get a bag to put this thing in, and oh, that was it. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Oh. Most bizarre. I like. I said. I don't know if it was an intentional attack on on its part or if it. I just got in the way. I don't know. I mean, I only got out of the car. It, it was a kamikaze bird. You know, it was just crazy. Um, I've had yeah. a I had a bird fly into my car windshield while I was driving on the highway. You know? I've had that happen. Too. Yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> no, it's not good. No. <laughs> I won't talk about my experience with birds on the highway. Yeah. It's bad enough trying to get bugs off your window. Yeah, oh. a whole different. You ever mm-hmm. see them play that game of chicken when they're starting to fly up, but they don't get you know, yeah. you're coming? I, right. Like I said, they had one that started to fly up, but didn't quite get up high enough, and it was just feathers. Oh. <laughs> and then cleaning up the grill afterwards. Oh, but, gosh. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, That's when you pay to get your car detailed. <laughs> moving on. All right. In honor of Election Day. I have election week. You mean? Election week. Yes, it was Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's Sunday. 
I don't know if this comes out if we're actually going to... We have a declared winner, but who knows, I mean, at this point. We have a declared winner. We have a new president-elect. So far. We have a new president-elect, and on January 20th, Don will be marched out of that fucking office if he doesn't leave on let's, his own. Let's don't jinx this, Shannon. I'm not jinxing okay. anything. I'll march him out myself. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon's march to Washington. Don, <laughs> January, you've got to do a show. All done. <laughs> I'll, if I have to walk there, I will do it. So, in in honor though of this past election day, I have. You ever notice that sometimes you have some really odd ballot questions and ballot measures that come on? Yeah. So what I did is I found some off the internet, <laughs> and there's some that I have again along this kind of. Uh, news, fake news. There's some that I'm going to present to you that are ballot questions, and some that are made up. Your challenge is to figure out which is which, and then if you believe it is a ballot question, whether it passed or not. Okay. Now, no, I, all right. I don't I, enjoy how they write these ballot questions. That's what I will say. Tricky. They're well, tricky. They, they, some of these... They write them trickly on purpose. Uh-huh. This is more or less a summary of the ballot question. As, okay. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. Some of the older ones, I couldn't actually locate yep. the actual question, although in, in one case, I actually found the sample ballot, so I will present that to you. So... In no specific order, I'm just going to grab these. Initiative 300. Initiative 300 was on Denver's November 3rd, 2010 ballot, and it proposed to set up a commission to track UFO sightings and activities in the Denver area. The opposition to the ballot question was mission for inhibiting bureaucracy, and they argued that this was a belief system that the Denver city government should not be used to promote a belief system. It's Denver, so I'm going to assume that is a real one. Joe, Joe you got a guess? Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's real, too. You guys? I think, I it's, think real. it's real. Yeah. All right. Can I just point out to you that Mission for Inhibiting Bureaucracy is MIB. Men in Black. However, if it was, do you think it passed or failed? Well, there's two. I go with failed. Well, I was gonna say you. Oh, you want me to tell you whether it passed? I was gonna. Okay, it was a real yeah. ballot question. So, do you think it passed or failed? Failed. 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 All right. Yes, it failed. <laughs> uh, next. Nice one. throwing shit at me. You saw next that? One. I did. <laughs> I could hear it. You. Almost got you in the eye. Initiative twelve. Initiative twelve was on Oregon, Oregon's Washington County 2004 ballot. And it would require that cats be kept indoors, behind fences, or on a leash. Failure to do so would result in a $50 fine. Proponents of the initiative stated that unchecked cats pose a potential health hazard to community members and dangers to other animals. I think it's real. And I think it passed. Joe? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say I think it's real, but it didn't pass. You guys? I, I don't Shannon. know. I, I mean, Oregon just legalized all kinds of drugs so are cats really that big a problem i, to, I don't to dog I don't owners it's real. though if you let your yeah, cat maybe. run around you maybe know, equality amongst everyone so we got pets. so we got two, so and two two and two two past two no's to who said no's joe and carrie yeah no that's made up huh. shannon should made up all right <laughs> shannon should know because i hate cats and that's why i, hate <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't like those my little cats murders. love him though I don't like the fact those little murderers are allowed to walk freely. Oh, see? 
That's what I'm talking Murderers. about. Murderers. Well, yeah. my, mine are vicious, vicious hunters. They will get them, and this is why I got them. They will find a mouse in the house. <laughs> there you go. And they will, <laughs> and they will put it, bring it upstairs into the bathroom, and they will sit on one will sit on either end of the tub, and they will pass the mouse it like hockey. <laughs> In between the two of them until they kill the fucking thing. Oh my god! Oh, I, I am not kidding you. They Jeez. are vicious hunters, and I love vicious. them. They love them. Though. I think, they I, I, think I, I may need to borrow those things. I do not have a mouse problem anymore. I, I, I used to. I was thinking about getting a cat just to keep it in the shed outside, just so it would kill the chipmunks and the voles and everything else that's tumbling through my yard. There's nothing wrong with chipmunks. I wouldn't They're feed cute. it though. It would have to just survive on what it killed. Wow, I'm, that's I'm taking, a lot of some anger. Cats, cat people here. Are yes. You cat? Okay. I, I, I'm just an animal person in general, uh, except snakes. No snakes. I have I'm more animal friends on Facebook than I have people friends. Because <laughs> they always make me smile. And people are assholes. Uh, all right, Proposition BB. Proposition BB was on San Francisco's 1993 ballot, and it proposed to allow police officer Bob Geary to decide when he may use his puppet. Brendan O'Smarty while on duty. Real or not real? Fake. I mean, it's San Francisco. They're fucking weird out there. <laughs> and I know because I lived out near there. So I don't know. Fake. I'm going to go fake. I'm going to say real. It's too weird to not be real. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I was like thinking that somebody for like you know when there's a child involved, he could be the person that they call like the psychologist or social worker. But to have a specific name, <laughs> I say fake. T- tell me where you were touched. Is that what you were thinking? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> That's messed up. All right, it is real. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Passed or failed? Oh, the past. Passed. Failed. It passed. <laughs> Oh my goodness! And I, this is the one that I actually had evidence of. Oh wow! So that's, that's a real. big one. <laughs> it's the. If you found it, then it's real. Yeah, yeah. No, apparently he was supposed to be some type of like officer that dealt with the community and what have you. So he felt that it would be good with kids. That's oh, a no. real question. I mean, it's puppets are never question. a good idea, but. Uh... Yeah. It passed by like one vote. I, I'm well, like, well, no, actually, that's not the vote. That's just the number next oh, to it. It okay. was actually, I think. Wow. I'd have to check a look. You can find it on Ballotpedia if you really want. The only no. thing worse than a puppet is a clown puppet. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> I don't. Even, I don't even like the Muppets. I uh, sorry. Oh, the Muppets. That, are I know okay. that's not popular, but there look are yeah. few the Muppets chef. that I don't. Uh, I love the Muppets. Burger, yeah. burger, burger. He's great. Jan was always my favorite. Fozzie Bear is the best. All right. He's, he's all right. I can get on board with Fozzie. <laughs> Proposition 8. In 1999, residents of Flagsta- Flagstaff, Arizona, voted on Proposition 8, which would prohibit the residents of Flagstaff from letting their dogs outdoors before 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, people come up with these things. Real. I would like that. I would Real. say true and past. <laughs> I'm going to say false. I'm going to say yeah. real and failed. I'm going to say false. It is false. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find like real ones and just change them so that they're sound no, <laughs> I'm not saying that this couldn't have been a ballot question somewhere. I, 
I well, was prop, actually, prop eight was like a big thing in California. I was I was actually going to make this from Florida with all the retirement communities, but then I <laughs> but in my research I found you that should they, have. Oh. Well, in my research they don't allow. It doesn't seem like they have like uh, resident in, initiatives put on the ballot over there, so I had to get rid of it. No, case. because uh, you know what kind of stupid things would be on the ballot? They let oh Florida put people on the oh <laughs> people who complain about everything they'd never get through voting. <gasps> all right, last one, Proposition two hundred. In 2006, voters in Arizona got to vote on Proposition 200, also known as Arizona Voter Reward Act. The proposition would establish a $1 million prize that would be awarded randomly to one selected voter each election. <laughs> I hope that's false. A lottery. Where is this at? Arizona. Arizona. I feel like there's a lot of things wrong with that. Hmm. I feel like we've had too many false ones. I'm going to say false. true. I feel like we've had too many false ones, so we're going to say true, and it fails. Yeah. I want to say true just because, as a voter, I'd want a chance to win money. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I think it was a way to get people out there to vote. I'm going to say true. Mm-hmm. False. False. Okay, that one was true. Dang. And it failed. Because um, where yeah, are we going to come up with this so. money? Something about buying yeah. votes there feels so wrong. Raising oh, yeah, taxes. for sure. They were going to somehow set set some stuff aside off the lottery, I believe, or I don't know if there was lottery or bingo or so, something along that side. They were going to pull money from somewhere. Okay, so, so you go and do your civic duty, but then you have to claim it and pay taxes on it. And so thanks for right. coming. We just put you in a new tax oh, bracket. Sorry. It, it was interesting because if you voted in the primary and in the general election, then you were, your name was entered twice. That was in the language in the ballot so or the question. Huh. All right, next story. This was the last one for your consideration. Idaho man banned from Yellowstone Park for attempting to cook chickens in a hot spring. A man from Idaho Falls has been banned from Yellowstone Park for at least two years after he tried to fry chickens in the hot spring at the National Park. Park rangers were alerted to of people hiking toward the geyser basin with cooking pots. A subsequent investigation revealed two whole chickens and a burlap sap resting in a hot spring with cookware nearby. The Idaho Falls man was fined $1,200 and banned from the park for two years. My question to you is, what is your biggest cooking fail or, or a related fail like that? I know we've mentioned in previous when Liette was on about a cooking fail. That was so bad. <laughs> Had, but I'm I'm just curious. I know Shannon's quite the cook, but I, I you obviously have never had any fails, Shannon, have you? I you know I tried to make those sugar cookies that have the frosting on them. You okay. Know, you know, like the kind you get at the store that either people either love them or hate them. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't taste like anything. Like I followed the recipe exactly. I am very big when I'm baking. I follow the recipe when I cook. I improvise or whatever, but when I'm baking, I believe it's chemistry, it's science. You have to follow the recipe, otherwise it won't turn yeah, out. Yeah, right. but baking, you have to follow the recipe. Yeah, so you can't tweak it. Yeah. yeah, so I, I, and they looked beautiful. They looked exactly like the storm ones. They were nice and big, and I made colored frosting, and it was, they looked great. And then I bring them upstairs, and they, and and Sam and Nicole bite into them, and they're like. Huh. And I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> and like, uh, I'm like, let me try one. And I'm like, these taste horrible. <laughs> they were horrible. Uh, like, we just threw the whole batch out because oh, there was no saving them. It was just, I don't know. There was, had to be something wrong with that recipe because 
I, I'm like, did I forget to put the sugar in? And I was like, no, I definitely put the sugar in. So I don't know what happened. But that was my biggest one. And it was so disappointing. Because it's not like when you cook something and it, like, gets burnt or it, like, you know, comes out wrong or whatever. It, it was, it looked great. You were so proud of them. I was them. so proud of them. <laughs> and they tasted so bad. <laughs> it's not fun. Joe, you have any cooking fails? Nah, nah, because I rarely cook. Experience any cooking so, fails? Well, my sister used to make these awful cookies. Like, she'd make a whole, like, two or three dozen of them and leave them on the counter, and she'd come back, and they'd all still be there because they were gross. <laughs> did, did she realize? Even my wrong? mom was like, yeah, because my mom told me, like, oh, those are disgusting. Stop making them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were they like healthy cookies? Or were they No, they were supposed to be like I don't know if they were like sugar or peanut, but they were there was some they were gross. I would they didn't taste like what they were supposed to taste like, that's for sure. We, we, she she's retired now, but we had a, a woman that worked with us that would bring in cookies and she would try to cook them like I said, more she was more like an organic healthy type. Uh earthy crunchy as I like to call it. And I don't know how she made these chocolate chip cookies, but they I don't know if she used just didn't use sugar or what, but they were flat and hard and just nasty. Um, she probably used whole wheat flour and she, and she probably used like agave syrup instead of agave. granulated sugar. Right. Yeah. Cherub chips or whatever they are. What's what is it? Car- what? Carob chips. Carob chips. Instead yeah. of chocolate chips. Yeah. yeah. No. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Carob? Yeah, I just know they sell them in dog cookies. <laughs> yeah, dogs are not allergic to carob chips. They are allergic to chocolate chips. So, are you, you two have any fails or? Oh, mine was epic, as you already alluded to. Okay, I had one not that long ago. I was trying to make popovers. You okay, know, love a good popover. My mom has used my mom's recipe. She makes awesome popovers. I don't know what happened, but they did not pop. They did not rise. <laughs> so they came out looking like hardtack. I swear to God. I made oh, hardtack for like the Union soldiers. It was awful. They actually didn't taste bad, but the consistency was so, it, like it was rough. And, yeah. 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 It was, that was tough. It, I think you're, is there yeast in them? No. 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 Huh? no it's like milk, it's butter, like a, flour. It's like three or four, salt. Yeah. And that's it. Is there baking soda maybe or something? No. 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 I, I've made them in the past using Alton Brown's recipe, and I had similar where it's like every time was success, and then one time, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah. I was like, oh. I don't understand. Maybe there was like an earthquake. And I, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Something with the humidity of the I environment I even called mom. I'm like, mom, is this the right recipe? Yep, that's correct. I don't know what went wrong, but they were awful. So I, I've had two ones I want to discuss. One we mentioned before, which was the... The pig roast. What happened with the pig roast? Well, I've the, always the fir- had pig the roast. The first one where we, uh, someone, not me, had went and picked out the pig. They went, they went, this this was it. They went to a farm. They selected the pig. You got to actually meet your food. Picked the pig. <laughs> and then you had to have the pig delivered to another farm where we had to go and pick up the pig. Mm-hmm. As we were coming up, we saw a gentleman following another pig with a gun and shooting the thing right there as we're driving up the driveway. And I was like, told my wife, I was like, you don't want to look. Uh, but we get the pig home and, you know, we take care of it. And the next morning I'm going to mount it on the spit. And then I realized I told the person what size 
we needed to get to fit on the spit, and apparently no one listened to me, and the thing didn't fit on the spit anymore. So we had to hack the backside off of the pig. (laughs) So the... The, the, the rear and the back legs were removed, and we ended up sticking it in a pot and cooking it in the oven so you could actually see the tail sticking out. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. The pig was still delicious. but <laughs> I was going to say, like I've, I've ate pig every time you've had one. Yeah, so. yeah that, that was that was the red pig. I don't remember if you remember the red pig. We, we, I don't uh, know. That was the nightmare where... We did it uh, marinate in like a Chinese barbecue oh, yeah, yeah, sauce, yeah. and yeah. as I was trying to get this oversized thing onto the spit, my hands were covered in this barbecue sauce, and there's a lot of sugar, so as it's starting to dry, I can't move my hands anymore, <laughs> and it was just the worst. It was it took forever, and like so we ended up just having to get a big thing and just hacking off the oh, backside. My God. Oh, I don't know. I can't eat food that has a face on it still. <laughs> I just can't. I remember when we had no? your uh-uh. birthday party at Auntie Donna's and the pig, and I my my wife, her brother, and her sister, and my, <laughs> my sister-in-law's daughter are all vegetarians okay oh so the sister that's so, a problem so my niece <laughs> was like i don't know seven at the time or something like that and she walked by the pig and i'm like that's a real pig because i'm taunting her <laughs> <laughs> and she's like no it's not i'm like yes it is i'm like you want to touch the tail and she like she i just remember taunting her all day long <laughs> because she was like it's not real it's not real i'm like yeah it is it's delicious like this <laughs> knife and fork yeah so it, yeah, it was it was interesting. I wonder why she doesn't like me. <laughs> My husband helped one of his friends pick up a pig that had been pre-roasted, and he had a little PT cruiser, so it's like you know it's the whole size of yeah. it. That car smelled like pig for like a month. Uh, be, I'd be so hungry every time I got in that car. That was delicious, though. I it was, was there really for that good. One. Yeah. And I made Rick go and get some for me. I said I can't go over and take anything off of it. it has a face. I can't. <laughs> it has eyes still. I can't. So. Do you guys want to take a wild guess over which story is fake and which... All right. To recap, we have Vienna man. flatulence, Florida man snapping turtle toe loss, and uh, Idaho? Idaho, man, Idaho man. man cooking chickens in hot springs. Um, I'm going to go with the Vienna one is fake. I'm going to go with the second one being fake. The golf? The alligator, turtle, whatever. Okay. Yep. I think the chickens are fake. I'm going to go with Shannon. I think it's the the, um, the first one. So everyone, so all three have been picked. Yeah. So we're locked okay. in. Yep. Locked all right. In. Before I reveal the answer, locked has, in, yep. has anyone heard any of the stories? The third one. The third one I read. You've heard the, th- you yeah. read the third one. Joe? The third one is real. I haven't heard any of them. No. No. no okay. It is, the fake one is the Florida man story. Is it? All right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I got that wow. wrong. I get um, them always wrong. <laughs> I, I, I think Joe benefited because he actually didn't get to see what the alligator snapping turtle looked like. Oh, yeah. That thing was scary. <laughs> yeah. Like no I way. told you. <laughs> Although it probably would have took your whole foot off, not right. just what toe. Right. So, so I, I don't have to ask this on so my story. I always have to find out whether how believable my made up story was. So that one seemed to be pretty believable. So. Yeah. I mean, Florida golfing and and water hazards, right? Have yeah. Things that bite and can eat you. So right. 
A phalange goes missing in Florida is not so far-fetched. Yeah. I, I was going to go a little more embellishment on that, but I said I better tone it back. I don't want to make it too obvious. Uh, um, so, all right. So Joe's ahead by one. Now. Joe's ahead by one. Um, Dominating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three to two. And if you think this is bad, you're yep. fantasy football league with Joe. When he beats him. As, as, as I get the text where he beats me by like one point and then texts me another easy victory. <laughs> so, um, last, last, well, not next to last on my list is I want to know what's the best Netflix original you guys have seen so far this year. I'm looking for things to binge and stream because I can't find anything else right now. So I want to know what you guys liked or what was your best this year my two favorites of all time are the crown which dan would hate probably totally love that show and um mine hunter which i'm pissed they're not doing another season of yeah mine hunter was on my list never heard of it i started mine hunter but i didn't get to watch the rest of it so you say it's worth watching the rest it's two seasons and it's excellent it's about the beginning of the fbi's behavioral analysis unit so it's like the real story the real story of um like criminal minds like how they came up with that unit so sounds really good and it has jonathan groff as one of the guys Uh i really like him i think he's good so but they said i think it's david fincher that directs it they said they wanted to do another season but um they said it's too hard to get everybody together to do it. So, so. yeah, right now. So, um, let me ask you this: Is the when it ends with season two, is it one of those kind of left up in the air, disappointing, where they didn't finish a story, or did they kind of tie it up so that you would have a at least a semi-satisfying end? I you know I watched it so long ago. I don't okay. really. I mean, there was nothing that was like. It wasn't it wasn't a cliffhanger? Okay. So it wasn't that bad. I, it's I ha- just there was there's more to this. Like obviously, it's based on some truth, so I know there's more to the story. So I'd like them yeah. to keep exploring the storylines. But you know, if it if it's done, then I'm just gonna be sad. I've invested in too many shows were canceled after one or two seasons where they leave you hanging in there. Oh I yeah, I don't like get- life. Oh my god, <laughs> like who fucking killed them? <laughs> I still want to know, like, six years later. So. Pisses me off. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joe, what do you got? Uh, well, I'm currently, like, watching, like, the last season of o- Ozark, uh, Shit's Creek. This kid at work told me about this show. Yeah, that's a good show. Kid at work told me about this thing, uh, Hell on Wheels. I started watching that, like, Commons in it and a bunch of other people. This is based on, like, the, the railroads, like, they're trying to start the railroads, so it's they're trying to steal land from the uh, the Native Americans, <laughs> so it's, not, it's it's actually pretty good though. It's it's interesting. All right, what's what's that on? A lot of uh, that's Netflix. Okay. Netflix. Okay. Well, no, I had talked to Joe yesterday, and he was gonna. Yeah, I switched. I went back to. Uh, okay. He was like, "Does it, yeah, have, it... Can it be Amazon or can it be Hulu?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, I went with just Netflix yeah. because that's what you said. I have other." <laughs> Amazon things. I I, I w- most people have Netflix. Not everyone has Hulu, and you know, Prime. Yeah. most people have Prime. I think at this point, is everyone have Prime? Yeah. Or 
know mm-hmm. someone they're stealing their prime from? I'm stealing prime. <laughs> Joe Barlow. Nobody me. does that. Nobody does that. <laughs> yeah, Netflix, you could have five yeah. family members. That's not, right. not all of those five live in my house. Nope. I'm just saying. <laughs> Same. Um, what about you guys? Oh. Love the crown. Love Schitt's Creek. Was that Netflix, though? I'm not sure. I don't remember. I finished I mean, it. Yeah, that's Netflix. Okay. It, it came off a, um, It actually came off another station. Um, right. While I was waiting for the last yes. episode, it was playing on Pop- Popular or Yeah, Pop- something else. Some show. Or... But my new favorite, which we talked about a little bit at Benford, is Cobra Kai. Oh, that's Has awesome. Anybody here seen uh, Cobra Kai? I started if watching If you were it. a Karate Kid fan in the 80s, yeah. you got to watch I've seen Cobra that, like... I finished that like uh, five or six months ago. It was on originally right. on like YouTube TV. Yes. So they finished two seasons. They're filming the third, which is going to drop oh, January, I think. And they're filming a fourth. So yeah. Wait, Sam and I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he wasn't impressed. So. I think it's more for our generation. Yeah, you know, he, yeah definitely our generation. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. like, who is this loser? He's <laughs> 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 the guy that got beat up. He's the guy that got hit, hit with the illegal kick to the head. And he was like, oh, yeah, he, that was illegal. He shouldn't have won that. <laughs> it's like, you are correct. It was against the rules. Danny, Danny should have never won. I, I like yeah. the fact he's drinking Coors Banquet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The car just killed me. It, oh I, my gosh! Am I the only one who doesn't watch Shit's Creek? Oh, no, no, I've never seen yep. it. Okay, I've never seen it. My oh, wife, you guys gotta watch it. My wife loved it. The first season was kind of it. I had to get, had to push yeah. through the first season, and then it just took off, and I was like totally hooked yeah. on it. The, the rest characters, of the characters are amazing. Yeah, I mean, when they changed the producer, it changed yeah. the the dialogue and the way it was done. So it was really good. I've watched. I think like someone else had recommended. I tried to force myself. I think I got through five or six episodes, but it was like. I would turn it on while I was doing something else because it just wasn't grabbing me. The only character I actually enjoyed was the woman that worked at the hotel. I thought oh, she was oh, yeah, the yeah. best character. Yeah. Uh, but the other ones I just didn't have. And I like Eugene Levy, but I just didn't have anything invested. So I don't know. I don't think I'll go back to it. I'm um, just not really big into like comedies. And to me, if that's just like a straight com- Like, I don't... I. I'm totally into like dramas and and other stuff like that. I I can't think of the last comedy that I sat down and like actually binge watched. Yeah. And the other thing that turns me off is I I can't stand Chris Elliott. So. Oh. Oh, right. A lot of people don't like oh, him. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> so what do you got, Liette? Anything? Um, I just finished last night. Haunted the haunting of Bly Manor. Have you guys seen that one? Yes. Yet? No. I just finished that one. That was kind of disappointing i don't know i mean i knew from the yeah. very first episode what the whole story was and uh i was not like flown off just my seat you know yep. by anything spectacular at the end of it so that was i feel like i wasted a day watching that so don't. how many episodes it's like eight or nine right. so you wouldn't recommend no i, I right. really wouldn't um i did watch they had a new series called evil come up oh. this year oh, he so i watched that. the first i have a really hard time Making a commitment to a series or in a, like a, a Netflix, whatever, that doesn't have at least three uh, series, like seasons in it. Because I don't know. I don't want to have to wait. You know what I'm saying? Like for. I, you know what I am pissed about? These new Netflix 
Disney Plus, all these things that are releasing one episode a week. Oh, this is not fucking TV. This is the point. Like the point is, I can sit down and watch the whole thing. So I'm not watching The Mandalorian until all the episodes are out. We forgot. My husband and I sat down to watch it last week, and we get through the first episode. We're like, "Yeah, we're gonna binge it." We're like, "Oh my god." There's it's there, one a week. There's totally no more binge. Yeah. On the yeah. other side, though, um, Vampire Diaries was a, a, a network, a TV yeah. one, and had eight seasons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I heard really good things about it. I'm like, let me watch this. I get through like the third season. I'm like, is this ever going to end? Like, And I just went online and I read the summaries of the episodes because I just can't. Like, Who can get through eight or nine seasons the, of a show? Yeah, the first... Uh, couple seasons were good and then it like got, it just kept going yeah. like, that's trying to like true blood where like yeah first two seasons were great and then like they got into fairies and i was like yeah they just fuck you this was about vampires <laughs> yeah what the fu- i was all kind of okay with the werewolves and now you're giving me fucking right. fairies are you kidding me no so evil has had a first season and it's it's a a, a guy who he's actually the um, <coughs> the other angel from lucifer mm-hmm. so he's there i forget his name the actor's name but He's a a Metadeal. Yeah. Like I know the character's name, but I don't yeah. know the actor's name. So he's he's a priest in training, and he connects with a a psych, like a, a genius psychologist who um, interviews serial killers and profiles them, and they go out in the world and try to figure out you know all of these backlogged items for the church of like this is a demonic possession or this is a miracle, and they go out and they profile the people. Um, in these scenarios and try to figure out if it's scientific or not. So it's, it was really an interesting juxtaposition of both characters going and moving a little bit one way or another. It was I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, Evil's actually a network show. Oh, is it? Yeah, because I watched it. I, I watched it last year. It was on last. It's like yeah. CBS or something. Oh, right? no kidding. Yeah, oh, well, and now it's finally Netflix on Netflix, which <laughs> tells me they're getting close to getting season two done, which I know. But it's funny because the character I like the most in that is one you even mentioned was the Asif Manvi's character, the tech guy. <laughs> I love him. He's great. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a. I would, re- I highly recommend that show, especially um, the the one scene I enjoyed with him and his sister, and they had that. The, the oh. speaker turned back on and they the tossed Alexa. it. Because you never know whether it, the whole thing, whether it's going, is it going to be a supernatural thing or is it just, you know, kind of a, a, a crazy psycho thing? You just don't know until. And, I, and I, no spoilers, but at the end, you, even at the end of the first season, you still don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah, because they bring up some things about the sister that the brother didn't know. And he's like, what's that? What? What? And she's yeah. like, I'm not talking about it. <laughs> Mind you, my mom loves that show. Which to me, this is so odd because my mom and Dan never agree on shows whatsoever. <laughs> they never watch the same shows. And she's like, You got to watch this show. It's great. I'm like, Oh no, Dan liked that show. Like, I'm not going to like that. Every time he tells me to watch a show, I don't like it. I, 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 that's one of the shows where I, I recorded on the DVR and I did not erase it until I absolutely had to. Um, okay, I have two for you. This one, one was earlier in the year, it was uh, Warrior Nun. Oh yeah, watch that. Yep. Love that show. It's so uh, wild. What is that though? about? Uh, how would I explain? Well, I'm gonna assume it's a nun that goes around killing no, people. So there's there's this <laughs> artifact, this um this this circle thing that gets embedded in the back of a woman of a selected of a selected woman. like T- typically a nun. Yeah. So it's an iron fist, but a woman. No, it's actually it is based on a comic book though. I found out. Oh, is it? And like sorta. There. The idea, but it's like 
you know in the opening scene, you know the, the character that dies in the yeah. beginning? That's the actual main character in the comic book. So they oh, took the they idea, but then they on. threw out the, the... So they could do their own thing. So something about this relic, if, if, the, if evil gets their hands on it, opens up a floodgate. And so the person who has it embedded within their body or is like the protector and has like the power to you know so it is iron fist (laughs) it's iron fist Uh, but it's a woman it (laughs) it is okay um well the the key is is that the the character who has it embedded her now is actually dead at the beginning of the season she's on the autopsy table the Evil, the evil entities trying to get it break in. They stick it in. They try to hide it, and then she comes to life. And the the, the thing is, though, is I have two favorite characters in this: Shotgun Mary, yeah. who is not technically a nun. Right, she's great. She is kind of like the super badass who just basically is. Would you say she's like the executioner of? Oh the- yeah, yeah. <laughs> is she she's Asian? Going to get no. business done? Okay. No. Like- no. And then you have Sister Beatrice. <laughs> who has the single best fight scene I've seen in a long time. Yeah. You, you know what scene I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do. I do. She is... They're breaking into this facility, and someone trips the alarm. She sends off her other army of nuns, and she basically takes on all the guards. And it was it's this great martial arts scene, and she just lays waste. But the best is at the very end, the guy has a gun to her. And something to the effect of... You know, uh, you know, I'm, I'll shoot you. You're, you know, believe me. And then she just whips his ass, and she goes, "Faith is my business," and <laughs> just walks away. But it's, it's, it's great because she has this mat. Like she puts down her chainmail. It's like her her veil is like or whatever that the habit is yeah. chainmail. So she puts it over her face and she ties it. And she just lays waste to everyone. It's just awesome. Or wait, did she take it back at that? Point? She took it back. She took it back. Yeah. So she could see. Fucking awesome. I love that. I'd want. I will say the first few episodes were a little slow for yeah. me. So you got to power through, but by episode three, it takes off. And then the one that everyone's going to hate me about, Teenage Bounty Hunters. Never, never, never heard of it. it. Never heard of it. Yeah. it. It was like number one when when it debuted on Netflix. It's just like Dog uh, every, Bounty Hunter, but teenagers. Everything is number one when it debuts on Netflix. <laughs> I, when I read the description of it, they said it, that it was a cross between Buffy and I just stopped because I'm a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I said, okay, I'm in. I'm watching it. And what it is is the dialogue is very similar to Buffy. Just the way they, they talk to each other and everything. That was really good. But the kicker is Kadeem Hardison plays kind of like the mentor bounty hunter and method man is also in it so it was i enjoyed it Hmm. maybe i will give this a try i wasn't a big fan of the twist they put at the end end of the last episode but it's definitely it's one of these ones that's incredibly fun to watch but joe will watch and say dan your sucks and joe's not gonna like it (laughs) it's typical anything i recommend to joe he doesn't like that's Um, not true he likes the magicians no, he recommended that to me. No, I watched that. Yeah, I watched that first. Yeah, yeah. Not a great show. Yeah. I couldn't get through. I couldn't get through it. <laughs> I think I got through season one, and then I got into like four episodes of season two, and I was like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> I turned it off. Yeah. It's like no. All All I know is Margot is my one of my favorite characters of all time. Yeah, absolutely. That. She is just awesome. Um, <laughs> so, I guess. Uh, so, so did I get any new shows to watch? Um, maybe Mindhunter. I'll try that. It's, I don't know if you like. It's very slow. 
Well, I don't mind. Slow. Yeah, it's, it, it can be really slow, yeah. I mean, I did watch Queen's Gambit. I thought that was really good, but that's a one-time shot, so. Yeah, I don't know. Did you see Queen's Gambit? No. 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 It has no. something to do with chess, yes. though, right? I yeah. thought, I thought it was Aaron, Aaron said that was pretty good, yeah. the Queen's Gambit. Yeah. People well, are watching anything because there's nothing new on. I mean, I've I've got all of those. I've got you know the Prime and the Hulu and the Disney Plus and you know and I still go through and I go like there's shit to watch. Yeah, I'm like well, how can I not find anything to watch? I'm going outside. It's- yeah, I don't watch a lot because yeah, I agree. I'm watching documentaries. That's how starved I am uh, for content. It, like, I want to escape reality, not get more of it. it it's it's funny because uh, I think uh, me and Aaron have the same taste in some shows there because it seemed like a lot of the shows she was watching I was watching at the same time. Yeah. Like the 13 things. Oh, yeah, 13 Reasons Why. Reason Incredibly depressing. Yeah. I, I couldn't stop watching it. My wife watches all, because she works from home and she just has things on in the background all the time and she has seen like every show that's out there and I'm like, how do you do this? <laughs> but she doesn't remember mm-hmm. half of them. So I'll go to watch that. Sort of like me. Oh, huh? Yeah, I've seen that already. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Um, we're, we're running a little long here. So let's. All right, let's wrap let's it up. Let's get to the wrap up. First, uh, you have any FUs this no, week? No, just Shana? that fucking guy that was in front of me this morning. The, this is our perp- part of the show where we get to basically tell someone to go fuck themselves. So, yeah. Joe, jo, do you have mm-hmm. any FUs this week? No, not this week. All right. I don't know if you guys want to, don't want to offend anybody. That's fine. I have an FU. And that's for Eric Mm -hmm. and Donnie Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Two two of the biggest self-entitled, unaware, self-serving, tone-deaf, narcissistic, pathological lying fucks I've ever seen in my life. Good riddance. Get the fuck out. Fuck you. And I'm done. (laughs) All right. So uh, I feel like you missed a couple trumps in that, but that's okay. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> the, the problem is, is up until this point, Ivanka didn't bother me prior to the president. To, what to about the, her husband? Come on, throw a big F you to him. Come fuck on. Fuck him too. But the, these two, <laughs> these two, you're born on third base and you think you hit a home run. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Okay. So that's it for this week. You can email the show podsmackpodcast at gmail.com. Um, do you guys have any social media you want to put out there? You can find us on Facebook at Spirit Sisters. Um, and our email is spiritsisters2019 at gmail. gmail.com. Do you have a Twitter? We do not. We've okay. talked about it. None of us. <laughs> Use it. <laughs> the reason why I ask is I don't always check our Twitter for the show, but I checked, and the last time I had uh, Liette on, I had a friend who actually thought there's like I guess there's another Spirit Sisters at that Twitter handle, and he thought it was the, you guys, oh. so he tweeted out to them because they have a podcast. Oh, jeez. So just aware that <laughs> not us, not we're them. not on okay. Twitter. Um, and uh, next week we're going to talk about what's in your drawers. <laughs> Joe Jones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Joe. I like that. What's in your drawer? Peace out. You ever look into a cat's <laughs> eyes? I mean, there's no soul to those beasts. No, oh. they don't have souls. They're assholes. They, 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 don't, they don't, <laughs> yep. don't like them. And they, they're not like dogs. When you, dogs know you don't like them, they stay away. Not cats. Cats are like, ha, no. and, and I'll cats, show cats you. taunt you. Yeah. yeah. And full disclosure, I'm also allergic to cats, so.
There you go. So they go rub up on him. Make sure they get as much of their hair on him as possible. Yep. 